Oklahoma is hosting one of the biggest recruiting weekends we'll see this summer. They got 20 official visitors coming in this weekend, 11 of which are inside the top 300 in the on three industry rankings. The talent this weekend in Norman, Oklahoma will be insane. So let's bring on OU recruiting insider Josh McQuiston to go behind the scenes and find out what to expect this weekend. Now, before we get into the big visitors, I got to ask you about Oklahoma losing a top 300 prospect from the 23 class before the season even started. He's in the portal. I'm talking about Derek LeBlanc, a six foot five, 265 pound defensive lineman, the Sooner signed in December. What's up with that? Transfer portal already? Yeah, that's a surprising bit of news. And, you know, when you look at the timing of it, it's one of those things where it, it, it makes you wonder what the thought process was, because obviously there's a lot of limitations to what he can do right now. There's not a lot that he can fall into. I mean, he, he's going to have to wait. He's going to have to get a waiver. Um, there's not a lot of good options for him, but it just sounds like I think with Oklahoma uh, taking the transfers of Dazon Terry from uh, Tennessee, most notably, I think there was some concern that he was just falling down the pecking order. Uh, didn't love that that was seen as a need. I think he thought he was a guy that could come in and help immediately. And I'd I don't know that that was the current plan. I think Oklahoma saw a future for him, but I think it was maybe more in 2024 when he'd had a chance to change his body level. Hmm. So all this just makes the recruitment of David Stone even that more important, if it could even possibly be more important. We'll get to David Stone in a minute, but let's take a look at some of these visitors coming in. I mentioned Stone, five-star athlete Terry Bussey, five-star defensive lineman Dominic McKinley, four-star back Taylor Tatum, the number one running back in America, four-star defensive lineman Joseph Jonah Ajanye, and four-star defensive lineman Nigel Smith. Now, these are the guys I just want to highlight uh, Josh, OU is looking to add explosiveness to this offense, which is why they got a guy like Terry Bussey on campus this weekend. What are your sources saying about where the Sooners stand with him heading into this weekend? I think Oklahoma is, I guess I would call it hopeful, but probably realistic. I think they know that they've got an uphill battle. They've got to, they've got to jump with UT. They know they're not the choice if it was made today with Terry Bussey. But he's a guy that, there's a relationship with Emmett Jones. Obviously, Jones has done well with Oklahoma already landing a guy like Zion Kearney. And I think he's only been made more important by the loss of Bryant Wesco. That was a tough one for Oklahoma. And I think they've really kind of doubled efforts there to see if maybe they can surprise people and, and pull off a win here. But I think they know Terry Bussey is going to be a tough one to, uh, to pull away from a couple other schools. Yeah, no doubt. But get him on campus and anything can happen. Mm -hmm. Some really talented defensive linemen on campus this weekend as well. Who is in o, who is OU in good shape with, and who of this group do you think they have room to make up on? I would say the two that I think they're in the best shape with are probably David Stone and Nigel Smith. Uh, David is a guy that I know, it seems like at, at various points, he's been linked with so many other schools. That, okay, this could be the possibility. Maybe it's this school. But the one constant's always been Oklahoma. That, that's been the school that I think people have had trouble finding a way around. I know, you know, he's a heavy favorite with the recruiting prediction machine right now. I'm, I'm pretty in line with that. I think it would take a, a pretty serious upset for Oklahoma not to land him. I've even heard some talk that he might shock everybody and do something this weekend. I don't think that's what's going to happen, but there, there is a sense of confidence. Nigel Smith, kind of a similar story, been to campus at Oklahoma really more than anywhere else. There's a lot of good relationship with Todd Bates and Miguel Chavis. 
And, um, you know, he's, he's a lot tougher to read than David is just because he's a little more, a little more of a reserved kid. But, uh, as far as guys have got to make up ground with, I think the two are Dominic McKinley and Joseph Jonah Ajanye. Um, I think the last time I was on with you, it sounded like Jonah Ajanye was almost an Oklahoma commitment. It he, did. But Georgia, Georgia has just done an outstanding job there. Obviously, their track record is, is tough to beat. And I think that's really, what Oklahoma is going to have to find a way to say, hey, you can do all that and come to Oklahoma, which you fell in love with at the spring game. We'll see if that works. I, I don't know. And Dominic McKinley, obviously winning in Louisiana, we all know that's just a monster of a hill to climb. But there is a really – you talk to a lot of people that say that Todd Bates might be his favorite of all the staffers he well, they got a shot. I mean, hey, LSU kind of opened the door last cycle. Six of the top 10 players in the state of Louisiana left that state last year. So maybe Dominique McKinley can continue that trend. You kind of hit on something that piqued my interest. You said there's rumors, you know, there's a little bit of buzz going around that David Stone could maybe make a decision this weekend. Do you think there's any chance that the Sooner staff can close on Stone this weekend? I think it's possible. I mean, I, I really do. Uh, I ran into David. He, he has been in Oklahoma City a lot over the last month. Yeah. I've seen him at several different events, team camps, that kind of stuff, and hanging out with guys like Michael Patterson McDonald, who will also be on the visit this weekend. I uh, was out with Caden Durham, who uh, another good longtime friend that will be there this weekend for his official visit. So you wonder if maybe the, the stars could align correctly for Oklahoma, but you know, again, if I'm betting, I don't think that's what's going to happen. But I've heard it enough places that I wouldn't say I could rule it out. All right. Well, how can we talk about defensive line targets and not talk Williams Winery? He's not on campus this weekend, but he was last weekend for his official visit. Do you agree with the recruiting prediction machine right now, which has OU as the leader at nearly 80 percent? No, I, I, I get I will. And I want to be clear. I do think Oklahoma is who I would bet on at this point. Mm -hmm. But that large of a margin? No, I, I couldn't justify that. I think I think Tennessee is right there. Oklahoma. I think that's the school Oklahoma is concerned about because Georgia that I know they impressed him during his official visit. And you can totally understand that being his choice with all their success. At the same time, I think this is a kid that relationships are going to mean a lot to. Uh, and I just think Tennessee has a little bit more time with him than Georgia does. And I think that may be what this comes down to is kind of the Oklahoma-Tennessee battle that I know Chad Simmons and others are predicting. And that's that's really the way I see it. Uh, coming out of last weekend, I think Oklahoma feels really good. But they know, just kind of like what we were just talking about a second ago. You get a kid on campus, anything can happen, and you don't want to count anything until you know they get a guy like Williams and Airy, you know in the boat yeah and it's far from over he'll be at Tennessee this coming weekend so we'll see what happens all right Josh we've hyped it up we've talked about how big of a weekend this is Sooner fans are sitting here wanting to know the expectations who do you have on commit watch heading into the weekend I think there's a couple of guys really worth watching and I think you have to start with Jason Ross a guy I actually put a prediction in for this morning uh, he was camping with Oklahoma this summer, uh, defensive end out of Kansas, the Kansas City area. Mm -hmm. uh, had a chance to watch him work out. Really explosive, athletic guy. He fits the Brent Venables mold of those kind of 4-3 edge rushers. Uh, another guy I think I would keep an eye on is Samaj Jones, the quarterback from uh, Philadelphia that I know Oklahoma would like to take, along with uh, Michael Hawkins in that 2024 class. Um, and I Maybe the guy I would wrap up with as, as a guy that I'm really keeping a close eye on is Michael Boganowski, the uh, linebacker from 
Junction City, Kansas. He's a guy that has told me before Oklahoma was his leader. I know Kansas State is doing all they can to keep him in state. And I think right now the recruiting prediction machine has Oklahoma with like a 7% edge. I think it might be that close. But I do think Oklahoma really has a good connection with him. And I think they've sold him on how he would be used in that defense. And he sees a pretty good fit for himself. All right. Well, Josh, massively important recruiting weekend for Oklahoma. Sooner Scoop is where you guys want to be. You'll have updates running throughout the weekend. Josh, thanks for stopping by the Inside Scoop. Hey, enjoy it, Josh. Anytime. Oklahoma is hosting one of the biggest recruiting weekends we'll see this summer. They got 20 official visitors coming in this weekend, 11 of which are inside the top 300 in the on three industry rankings. The talent this weekend in Norman, Oklahoma will be insane. So let's bring on OU recruiting insider Josh McQuistion to go behind the scenes and find out what to expect this weekend. Now, before we get into the big visitors, I got to ask you about Oklahoma losing a top 300 prospect from the 23 class before the season even started. He's in the portal. I'm talking about Derek LeBlanc, a six foot five, 265 pound defensive lineman, the Sooner signed in December. What's up with that? Transfer portal already? Yeah, that's a surprising bit of news. And, you know, when you look at the timing of it, it's one of those things where it, it, it makes you wonder what the thought process was. Because obviously there's a lot of limitations to what he can do right now. There's not a lot that he can fall into. I mean, he, he's going to have to wait. He's going to have to get a waiver. Um, there's not a lot of good options for him. But it just sounds like I think with Oklahoma – uh, taking the transfers of Dazon Terry from uh, Tennessee, most notably. I think there was some concern that he was just falling down the pecking order. Uh, didn't love that that was seen as a need. I think he thought he was a guy that could come in and help immediately. And I I don't know that that was the current plan. I think Oklahoma saw a future for him, but I think it was maybe more in 2024 when he'd had a chance to change his body level. Hmm. So all this just makes the recruitment of David Stone even that more important, if it could even possibly be more important. We'll get to David Stone in a minute, but let's take a look at some of these visitors coming in. I mentioned Stone, five-star athlete Terry Bussey, five-star defensive lineman Dominic McKinley, four-star back Taylor Tatum, the number one running back in America, four-star defensive lineman Joseph Jonah Ajanye, and four-star defensive lineman Nigel Smith. Now, these are the guys I just want to highlight uh, Josh, OU is looking to add explosiveness to this offense, which is why they got a guy like Terry Bussey on campus this weekend. What are your sources saying about where the Sooners stand with him heading into this weekend? I think Oklahoma is, I guess I would call it hopeful, but probably realistic. I think they know that they've got an uphill battle. They've got to, they've got to jump with UT. They know they're not the choice if it was made today with Terry Bussey. But he's a guy that, there's a relationship with him at Jones. Obviously, Jones has done well with Oklahoma, already landing a guy like Zion Kearney. And I think he's only been made more important by the loss of Bryant Wesco. That was a tough one for Oklahoma. And I think they've really kind of doubled efforts there to see if maybe they can surprise people and, and pull off a win here. But I think they know Terry Bussey is going to be a tough one to, uh, to pull away from a couple other schools. Yeah, no doubt. But get him on campus and anything can happen. Mm -hmm. Some really talented defensive linemen on campus this weekend as well. Who is in o, who is OU in good shape with, and who of this group do you think they have room to make up on? I would say the two that I think they're in the best shape with are probably David Stone and Nigel Smith. Uh, David is a guy that I know 
it seems like at, at various points he's been linked with so many other schools that, okay, this could be the possibility. Maybe it's this school. But the one constant's always been Oklahoma. That, that's been the school that I think people have had trouble finding a way around. I know, you know, he's a heavy favorite with the recruiting prediction machine right now. I, I'm pretty in line with that. I think it would take a, a pretty serious upset for Oklahoma not to land him. I've even heard some talk that he might shock everybody and do something this weekend. I don't think that's what's going to happen. But there, there is a sense of confidence. Nigel Smith, kind of a similar story, been to campus at Oklahoma really more than anywhere else. There's a lot of good relationship with Todd Bates and Miguel Chavis. And, um, you know, he, he's a lot tougher to read than David is just because he's a little more, a little more of a reserved kid. But uh, as far as guys have got to make up ground with, I think the two are Dominic McKinley and Joseph Jonah Ajanye. Um, I think the last time I was on with you, it sounded like Jonah Ajanye was almost an Oklahoma commitment. It he, did. But Georgia, Georgia has just done an outstanding job there. Obviously, their track record is, is tough to beat. And I think that's really what Oklahoma is going to have to find a way to say, hey, you can do all that and come to Oklahoma, which you fell in love with at the spring game. We'll see if that works. I, I don't know. And Dominic McKinley, obviously winning in Louisiana, we all know that's just a monster of a hill to climb. But there is a really – you talk to a lot of people that say that Todd Bates might be his favorite of all the staffers he deals with. Well, they got a shot. I mean, hey, LSU kind of opened the door last cycle. Six of the top ten players in the state of Louisiana left that state last year. So maybe Dominique McKinley can continue that trend. You kind of hit on something that piqued my interest. You said there's rumors, you know, there's a little bit of buzz going around that David Stone could maybe make a decision this weekend. Do you think there's any chance that the Sooner staff can close on Stone this weekend? I think it's possible. I mean, I, I really do. Uh, I ran into David. He, he has been in Oklahoma City a lot over the last month. Yeah. I've seen him at several different events, team camps, that kind of stuff, and hanging out with guys like Michael Patterson-McDonald, who will also be on the visit this weekend. I uh, was out with Caden Durham, who uh, another good longtime friend that will be there this weekend for his official visit. So you wonder if maybe the the stars could align correctly for Oklahoma. But, you know, again, if I'm betting, I don't think that's what's going to happen. But I've heard it enough places that I wouldn't say I could rule it out. All right. Well, how can we talk about defensive line targets and not talk Williams Winery? He's not on campus this weekend, but he was last weekend for his official visit. Do you agree with the recruiting prediction machine right now, which has OU as the leader at nearly 80%? No. I, I, I get, I will, and I want to be clear. I do think Oklahoma is who I would bet on at this point, mm -hmm. but that large of a margin, no. I, I couldn't justify that. I think, I think Tennessee is right there. Oklahoma, I think that's the school Oklahoma is concerned about because Georgia, the, I know they impressed him during his official visit. And you can totally understand that being his choice with all their success. At the same time, I think this is a kid that relationships are going to mean a lot to. Uh, and I just think Tennessee has a little bit more time with him than Georgia does. And I think that may be what this comes down to is kind of the Oklahoma-Tennessee battle that I know Chad Simmons and others are predicting. And that's, that's really the way I see it. Uh, coming out of last weekend, I think Oklahoma feels really good. But they know, just kind of like what we were just talking about a second ago. You get a kid on campus, anything can happen, and you don't want to count anything until, you know, they get a guy like Williams and Airy, you know, in the boat. Yeah, and it's far from over. He'll be at Tennessee this coming weekend, so we'll see what happens. All right, Josh, we've hyped it up. We've talked about how big of a weekend this is. Sooner fans are sitting here wanting to know the expectations. Who do you have on commit watch heading into the weekend? 
I think there's a couple of guys really worth watching. And I think you have to start with Jayshon Ross, a guy I actually put a prediction in for this morning. Uh, he was camping with Oklahoma this summer, a uh, defensive end out of Kansas, the Kansas City area. Mm-hmm. Uh, had a chance to watch him work out. Really explosive, athletic guy. He fits the Brent Venables mold of those kind of 4-3 edge rushers. Uh, another guy I think I would keep an eye on is Samaj Jones, the quarterback from uh, Philadelphia that I know Oklahoma would like to take, along with uh, Michael Hawkins in that 2024 class. Um, and maybe the guy I would wrap up with as is, is a guy that I'm really keeping a close eye on is Michael Boganowski, the uh, linebacker from Junction City, Kansas. He's a guy that has told me before Oklahoma was his leader. I know Kansas State is doing all they can to keep him in state. And I think right now the recruiting prediction machine has Oklahoma with like a 7% edge. I think it might be that close. But I do think Oklahoma really has a good connection with him, and I think they've sold him on how he would be used in that defense, and he sees a pretty good fit for himself. All right. Well, Josh, massively important recruiting weekend for Oklahoma. Sooner Scoop is where you guys want to be. You'll have updates running throughout the weekend. Josh, thanks for stopping by the Inside Scoop. Hey, enjoy it, Josh. Anytime. Let's talk Alabama recruiting. Nobody I'd rather talk Bama with than the great Tim Watts. Alabama has a big visit weekend this weekend. Not Maybe not in quantity, but definitely in quality. And we're looking at Georgia commitment. Demarcus Riddick, the four-star linebacker, will be in Tuscaloosa this weekend. The number three ranked linebacker in the country. Now, there was some optimism coming out of Riddick's visit to Georgia two weeks ago that the dogs were going to hold on to him. But now he makes his official visit to Alabama. Tim, what are your sources saying on Demarcus Riddick? You know, very interesting, you know, recruitment. Georgia did a terrific job of getting in there early, offering him, committing him. I think there were some Georgia fans close to him, so they did a good job. Alabama and Auburn have did an equally good job scrambling and getting back in the recruitment. He took his official visit to Georgia. Of course, he had a great time. Kirby knows how to roll out the red carpet. Um, went to Auburn, had a good time, and now he's coming to Alabama. I think right now, I know Georgia wants to hold on to him. Auburn and Alabama obviously made him a top priority. I still like, I still feel like Bama's doing a, did a good enough job, and they're set up about where they wanted to be heading into this official visit. And after this, it's my understanding it's going to be his last visit. He's got a decision decision coming on July 26th, I believe, maybe his mom's birthday. So this is kind of going to ramp up here a little bit. He has a few weeks to. Uh, to think about his three visits and that's back to back to back. And that's mm-hmm. probably, there's probably a lot going on with those three schools. Um, uh, Cause that's a lot of effort putting in uh, visiting all three of those schools. But uh, I think Alabama's in a pretty good shape right now. They're in the shape they want to be coming in and trying to close this out. Yeah. It'll be interesting. Like you said, coming off these three visits decision coming soon. Now, It's not all flips to Alabama. There's actually some Alabama commitments that are looking around. Linebacker Sterling Dixon is one of them. Last weekend, he took an unofficial to rival LSU, and he's also been to Auburn a few times this spring. Tim, how much concern is there over the possibility of losing Dixon to one of these SEC rivals? I mean, he says the right things to the Alabama staff, but, you know, heading into his visit, I had some people telling me LSU – was going to be the choice. And then two weeks before his commitment in December, Alabama had talked to him and sealed it up, so he committed. But he's always been a guy that took visits. I think I looked when I looked into the on three database, he had been to Alabama eight times, LSU eight times, and Auburn eight times. So, I mean, he obviously likes those three schools, doesn't mind taking visits. That's way more than I could ever take. 
But, uh, again, I know he likes the LSU program. I believe he has a lot of fun there. But with Alabama, I do know, especially people close to him, and Sterling said it himself, he likes that mindset. He likes that come in, play three years, get your degree, play for a national championship, and go in the first-round mentality that they have very businesslike. So, of course, if you like that, you want to have a good time, there's no better place than Baton Rouge. It's fun. So I see the attraction for both of them. Um, this is his first official visit. I'm sure Alabama is going to try to lock him down and, and answer any questions he has. And then LSU, Auburn will probably try to get him for an official visit during the season. Yeah, he seems like he's really enjoying himself this spring and summer, and I don't blame him. Now, what about commitment Jalen and Bakway? Now, this is what happens. Alabama tends to get the best players on their commit list early, and other teams are going to try to take a swipe at him. And Bakway's the number one athlete in the country. He's been talking to Auburn. Do you think this is just a little summer flirtation, or is there something more to it? No, I think these kids, I mean, it's there's a lot of, you know, I think they build relationships with schools that whether they end up there or not with the coaches. Um, he's been a heavy Alabama commitment. He's recruited kids for Alabama. There's been rumors of taking him visits, and he hasn't actually did it. So um, I still think he's firm right now. Auburn's going to put, you know, full court press, play early, that whole situation. You can understand they're, you know, trying to keep him – uh, in the state as well and battle Alabama. But Alabama, you know, when Nick Saban was first at Alabama, he said, if you shop, we shop, you know, and that sort of got played into Alabama doesn't let their kids take visits. But if you watch their commitments, their top targets, they take visits all year. Mm -hmm. Caleb Dam visit last year had everybody upset. He went to Ohio State for the Michigan game late, ended up at Alabama. They let their kids take visits. They don't try to shut them down. No, you're right. Um, the headliner of the weekend, though, is five-star edge Colin Simmons, and this will be Alabama's chance to host him on an official visit. Two weeks ago, he was in Nashville. He told me LSU and Texas were his co-leaders, but that was right before he took these official visits. Alabama heading into the weekend, sort of on the outside looking in right now, I would say. What do you think they need to show Colin Simmons this weekend to improve their position with him? I think it's just that, you know, that red carpet treatment we always talk about. Alabama certainly knows how to, you know, the big schools know how to host an official visit. You know, you don't hear many flaws when you talk about Alabama or, or Georgia, Ohio State. And there's plenty of other schools that know how to do it. Alabama certainly perfected that official visit. He'll get one-on-one -on -one time with the defensive coordinator, with Nick Saban. He usually takes a big um, – he usually takes a big stance on that weekend with the, with those top guys. So he'll get time with him and see where he fits in. And all those questions that he probably has, Alabama signed some edge rushers last year led by Keon Keeley and Yonze mm -hmm. Pierre, favorites in the, in the entire class last year. So they'll get a chance to answer those questions and just show them what it's about. I mean, it's when a kid hasn't taken a visit, I really don't worry too much about his, uh, his favorites because he doesn't know. He doesn't know what Alabama, Auburn, LSU, Tennessee, Texas is about. Once he gets on campus, builds that relationship, sees what the campus is like, the nightlife, I think that's more of a chance where we'll get where he knows what he wants to do. Yeah, I can't wait to hear what Colin Simmons says coming out of this one because everybody's pegging him towards Texas, LSU. But right now, I think his recruitment is really wide open. All right, Alabama is currently sitting at third in the on three industry rankings, Tim. Bama Online, you guys are going to be busy this weekend. You guys go check it out. Have you covered all weekend long with the official visit scoop? Thanks for joining the Inside Scoop today, Tim. I appreciate you guys having me. See ya. Thank you for watching. 
Make sure you smash that subscribe button for me and remember to check out all the videos on the On3 YouTube page.